This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley. Colleen will be back in about a week. Holly's here, of course. And uh, we got to go back to high school, Holly, because there's some juicy gossip drama we need to get to. Can we just... How about we just go to San Fernando Valley High? Like, for sure. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You would not believe what's going on. What? JoJo Siwa. JoJo? What's up, Bubba? <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure. Candy Kane? Okay. No, what do we call her? Candy Cam. Uh, no, we call her Candy Cam, <laughs> and we are talking about JoJo Siwa oh. and Candy Cam, and we promise we won't do our Valley Girl voice for the rest of the segment. Is that even a thing anymore? No, probably not. No. for the 80s of us. Um, the low straight... <laughs> The low stakes drama with these two continues. Now, we'll catch you up in a moment, but what's going on between JoJo Siwa and Candace Cameron Bure, Holly? Oh, Bradley, let's catch everyone up with all of the gossip that's been happening this week concerning JoJo Siwa and Candace Cameron Bure. Last weekend, Bradley, JoJo Siwa was on TikTok. And she was answering questions from fans. And one of the questions Jojo C was, was asked was, what was the worst celebrity you've ever met? She answered that question by holding up a photo of Candace Cameron Bure. Uh, awkward. Awkward. Now, Jojo C was said at the time that Candace Cameron Bure was rude to her when she was younger. And so that's why she thought Candace Cameron Bure was the worst celebrity she had ever met. Now, Candace Cameron Bure, we were just waiting with bated breath at Candace Cameron Bure's well, passive-aggressive clapback. I will say, we didn't know the situation until Candy Cam revealed it. Yeah. Because I think JoJo just, like, hinted, she just held up the picture. Yep. And that led to, you know, like, that we just knew, like, you know Candy Cam is going to respond because Candace Cameron Bure is on social media. She's a big TikToker. And her brand is kindness. She wrote a book called like kindness is the new classy or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so you just knew she was going to respond and she did. And in that conversation, she revealed, as you pointed out, that apparently she was on the red carpet at one point. Jojo asked her for an autograph. She said, not right now. And then Candace went on to say, and the lesson here, kids, is, you know, sometimes if you um, even if you have like one follower or a million followers, um, you should be careful what you post because it's going to affect people's lives, which is a weird hot take, right? Because it was like, I thought maybe her lesson for the for the audience was going to be, I just will remember that no matter how many times people ask me for an autograph, I'm going to do my best to not let them down, especially if it's a child. Yeah. But that's where we left it. So why does it continue today? I thought they had like, she, you know, even Candy Cam said, oh, we're good. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. 
Oh, there's more to see here, Bradley. Wait, there's more. Over at page six, they're reporting that JoJo Siwa said that Candace Cameron Bure sharing that oh, this she. This is such drama. <laughs> She's like, page six found that JoJo said. Yeah. That Candace Cameron Bure and JoJo Siwa allegedly talked it out, according to Candace Cameron Bure. But what JoJo Siwa is now telling Page Six is that Candace Cameron Bure left out part of the truth of what actually happened. Okay. (laughs) According to JoJo Siwa, what really happened? What really happened that made her say that Candace Cameron Bure was the worst celebrity she ever met? JoJo Siwa said, we did speak on the phone. She shared that in her Instagram video, but that she didn't elaborate to exactly what happened. JoJo Siwa said it was at an after party that Candace Cameron Bure didn't want to take a picture with me, and I was okay with that. But wait. There's more. There's more. Okay, all right, I'm listening. JoJo Siwa says, but then I turned around, and when I looked back, she, Candace Cameron Bure, was taking pictures with other people kids oh okay so it wasn't just like i'm not in the mood to take pictures right now i'm just not taking a picture with you or at least that's how the 11 year old jojo siwa perceived that event exactly now jojo siwa said that it made her really really upset at the time and she called it one of those memories that just always stuck with her jojo siwa elaborating when you're little and somebody says something to you and you just never forget it as long as you live i think we've all had that moment and i feel like this was that moment for me yeah and you're and see this is the thing that's so frustrating is like candy cam honey jojo is totally entitled to have that feeling that's why like i mean candace cameron bure is a grown-ass woman who can you know speak for herself and she did but in this case, you know, if a, if somebody who was 11 years old at the time said that I let them down, I think I'd just own it. Yeah. And I'd say, my bad. I would love, like, let's, you know, if I were going to have my people in the background moving and shaking to try to deal with this, and you can tell that Candace Cameron Bure did because she talked to her publicist and she talked to her uh, PR person or whatever. She references this in her video that she had her people reach out to their uh, to JoJo's people. And it's like, if you're going to go to all that trouble because you have a brand that you want to like fix, I think the best move here is to just be like, wow, my bad. I'm going to learn a lesson. And even if you didn't think that that was the case, everything in Candace's video was trying to explain that she didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. or that you should not think she did. Or if she did anything wrong, it's fine. But also you should be careful what you post because it you know, upsets me. Well, maybe Candace Cameron Bure should be talking to her daughter, Bradley, because what? she has entered the what? chat. Oh, my God. Now we get jo- or uh, Oh, wait. So you're telling me that Candace Cameron Bure's daughter is now dropping into the conversation? Yeah. And perhaps she needs a kindness lesson, Bradley. OK, again, th- we we're talking about 11 year old Jojo, who is now only. 19. 19 years old. Yes. Natasha Beret, who is Candace Cameron Beret's 23-year-old daughter, told JoJo Siwa on social media to, quote, grow up. Ooh. Like she literally said grow up? Yes. What? He, Natasha Beret went on to say, respectfully, someone saying no to taking a photo of you is not a, quote, rough experience. Adding, Bradley. This generation is so sensitive and has zero backbone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Grow 
Stop. The, you are 23, young lady. They're what up. do you know? <laughs> As a 47-year-old man, you don't tell a 19-year-old child. Oh, she's not a child, but... You know, she is a teenager. Like, come on, There are bigger issues in this world than this. Well, true. Yes. Which is why I would say, why are you now engaging in this? Why did you enter the chat, Natasha Beret? Now, naturally, Bradley, this Instagram story has now since been deleted because something tells me. Mom got on the phone and was like, girl, you're not helping. No, you are not helping at all. Wow. <sighs> and Candace Cameron Bray, Candy Cam herself, has extended the conversation on social media, but she's doing it in a way where she's posting Bible verses about humility, and you can read into that what you will. <sighs> I I just what you look like you're attacking a ch- like I, I don't this is for not for what? <laughs> Literally, this Why? is over something that happened when the child was 11 years old. Yes, and Jojo Siwa said as much that this was her experience as a child and this was her perception of events as a child. And also, I do, you know, like you watch the Candace thing and, and we talked about this originally earlier this week when the story first came out. It's not that I disagree with anything Candace Cameron Bure said. It was just a matter of tone and it was a matter of style. Yeah. And I get why she had to felt like she had to respond because her brand is kindness. And for the most part, she was kind. Um, I Again, style, I would have chosen to react a little differently, but she's entitled to do that. But um, um, you also have to understand that, like, you're not the like she had her response. But you know that Jojo's going to like has the chance to like you. You're continuing the conversation is my point, Candace. By continuing the conversation, you've now given Jojo another opportunity to respond as she did. And you saw how that went. Now that makes you look like more debaggy. And then your daughter respond like, let's just let it go. Oh, let's just say, you know what? I should have done better. Okay. I mean, that's literally all you would have need to say. But Bradley, you know the Hollywood speak on this is that Candace Cameron Bure and her people are loving this. A whole week's worth oh, of, of course, headlines. Of course. You know why? Because this gives her more clicks and more follows. Thank you. You're absolutely right. And it works for JoJo, too. So as a good midsummer distraction, I approve. So I would like one of these uh, ladies to, I don't know, up the ante a little bit. Let's get serious. <laughs> Let's throw down <laughs> as much as they can. I don't think they really can. We're dealing with two, like brand wise, two of the nicest internet humans, right? Right. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying like Jojo Siwa, like she's literally got rainbows coming out of her hair. Uh-huh. Hey, Bradley. I'm hungry. Are you? You want to You want to go grab something to eat? Yeah. Oh, do you want to do a cheat day? Oh, uh, yeah. It's right around the corner when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Uh, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And let's get right to the tasty bits here on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's time for a cheat day Friday. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Holly 
Steve Roberts. What are we eating today? Bradley Trainer. We're having a snack attack courtesy of Lay's Potato Chips. Courtesy of a flavor from Canada that actually comes by way of India. It's Canada's version of flavors from India. Literally, this this uh, bag came from Canada, courtesy of our listeners. And uh, thank you again for thank the you. lovely care package of Magic Masala potato chips, Holly. Mm-hmm. Now, um, now, take a whiff. Brad has the bag in it, his it, possession. It does taste, um, you know, I want to say uh, I can smell a lot of the spices. Cumin. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to put a chip up to my... Up to my face, and I'm, I'm gonna smelling take a- lot garlic, yep. cumin, uh, yep. onion. Yep, turmeric. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it smells good actually. Yeah, it smells and they're really like delicious. the ridges. What do we call those? Like, well, ruffles. It's almost like no. ruffles, yeah, right? Look, like yeah. they look like ruffles, but it's lays. Yeah, they kind of look like ruffles, sour cream, and cheddar chips. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't mm-hmm. think they're gonna taste like that. No, though, I, don't I don't think there's so. There's any cheese. No. All right. So. All right. Um, do you want to put one in your mouth? Yeah, I'm going to put it in there. Uh-huh. They smell mm-hmm. good. Like, I I love spices. Masala. Masala mm. is just like a generic word for spices, right? So, mm. like, spicy potato chips. They are good. Are they? Put one in your mouth, Bradley. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it mm. has that nice, there's a subtle spice to it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's complex in a way that you don't usually experience with potato chips. Mm. And it has a nice, like... Aftertaste, mm-hmm. like in, in as much as the seasoning experience is still happening mm-hmm. after you have mm-hmm. consumed mm-hmm. the potato chip. It's very warm. Yeah. Like warming spices. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Um, it's very, it's got like, it has a lot of flavor. Like you put one in your mouth and you're like, mmm, mm. flavor. Mmm. Mm-hmm. 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 I do want to keep eating these. It's almost like it is not barbecue. No. But because there's not the sweetness, but there's something smoky happening. Yeah. So we're trying Lay's potato chips from Canada via India. The magic so masala like flavor. Canada's version of Indian masala flavor. Um, There is a little bite in the back of my throat. I think that they actually sell this flavor Ooh. of chip. In, oh, there we go. We got, we got a lot of spice in India. You know, I wish we had to rinse this down. Wish we had a thumbs a up Coke? cola. What's that? Thumbs up cola is the Indian version of Coca-Cola. So fun fact about that is that Coca-Cola withdrew from India because apparently they were going to have to disclose the Coca-Cola secret formula in order to sell in India. And so in the 70s, no, they came up with thumbs up. Interesting. Which is delicious and wonderful. And I'm sad we don't have one. Somebody who's been to India, at least of the two of us, you have actually been to India. That's true. Does this taste like a masala experience? Yeah. In chip form, a nice little snack. I I, I think, if I recall, it's been a hot second since my travels in India, but they have that flavor in the country. Again, and I think masala just generally means like spices. Yeah. So like this is a like perfectly delightful combo of spices. I would Mm -hmm. eat this bag of chips. Here's the thing. I just want to keep putting them in my mouth. (laughs) With this kind of chip, my rule of thumb is or the the deciding factor is it's a good chip if you would go out and purchase a bag on your own. Mm-hmm. Meaning, 
I'm getting a snack attack. Would I buy this bag of chips? And I would actually buy that bag of chips because it's got a little bit of spice, but it's not too spicy. Although it is spicier than I thought it was going to be like, yeah, on the back end, there's a little yeah. bit of a pepper experience. Yeah. It's gonna <laughs> be on the back end. Hey, um, but it's also just like, it's got that Moorish quality. You just want to keep eating more and more. Oh, yeah. You're holding the bag, Bradley, and you're shoveling them in their mouth. And I don't even think you realize that you're doing it. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to finish my portion. That's right. how good well, it is. And you can come have more because there's like a whole bag in here. Oh, Again, these are now, dear listeners in the United States, you're going to have to have Canadian friends like we do in order to get your hands. Or maybe you can just jump across the border for a little Lay's flavors from India Magic Masala, well, or as I, the French say, Masala Magique. I would be very curious. We do have some local Indian grocers in the Twin Cities. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder, wonder if, if Yeah, I wonder if they carry them. I know we have several markets. Uh, it would be worth checking out. Yeah. Among other things, because those are wonderful and delightful, and there are so many delicious treats that they carry there. Oh, I just want to eat uh, delightful, actual Indian food. Now. Yum. Well, before so. we do that, Brad, we got to rate these chips. Okay, usually we do a zero out of five scale, uh, Cobra scale, zero being the worst thing you ever put in your mouth, five being the best thing you ever put in your mouth. Holly, I ask you, zero to five. Lay's Magic Masala Potato Chips. Four out of five. Four out of five. I would give him a f- solid four out of five as well. Nice. All right. Thanks again. And uh, when we return, by the way, you can watch this video and see us actually eat the food on our YouTube channel over at My Talk 107. When we come back, celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. D-Bags. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment. At mytalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Let's get right to the D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Uh, I do have a D bag, Holly, but I would prefer if you would go first. All right. Well, we've got a, um, a repeat offender. In our D-Bag of the Day segment, my D-Bag. Uh, Hilaria Baldwin, Hillary oh, Baldwin. Oh, that lady? Yeah, I, 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 you know, we mentioned it yesterday, but briefly. Okay. In yesterday's D-Bag segment, where I called Hillary Baldwin my D-Bag for her feigning, uh, how do you say, vegetable? In English oh, God, on her yes, because her again. child yeah. was like, how do you say vegetables? And apparently he, he was saying them vegetables. Yes. And she was like, well, you're saying it. And he's like, no. I don't want to say the balls thing. Yeah. And then she tried to act like he was being like she was that time. She said, how do you say cucumber as if she didn't actually know the word for cucumber? Yeah. Thank you. And she did that on national television. Nice try, honey. Well, yesterday I alluded briefly to another thing that Hillary Baldwin posted on Instagram. And it was this photograph of her laying with her husband, Alec Baldwin, where she was talking about how enemies Seek to destroy my husband. Okay. Yeah. What? Who? The enemies she's talking about are, I don't know, law enforcement? I don't know. uh, I don't know. Maybe people who are looking for accountability on what happened on the movie set of Rust, where there was a tragic accident in which your husband was involved? Yeah, but those people are evil, right? No, I think they're looking for justice. But who is she talking about? Well... Bradley, Hillary Baldwin is talking about the darker part is seeing behind the curtain and how some of this business can function and the blows and sacrifices that someone in the public eye takes for speaking up for what they believe in and for helping others. 
<sighs> this lady, I'm telling you, like they are the most obnoxious couple we've ever met. Honestly, like yeah. frankly, seriously? Yeah. Seriously? Well, Bradley, she goes on. Enemies of these missions seek to destroy you in order to delegitimize your voice and purpose. This is not a new tactic. It's as old as history. Yet, how easy it is now more than ever to slander people and cherry pick pieces together. Strands taken out of context. Your husband just hosted an Instagram live with Woody Allen. I mean, <laughs> you literally <laughs> okay. have to ask why people are frustrated and then you, you believe that it's some sort of evil plot. That it's a conspiracy against your husband, Alec Baldwin, yeah, no, by a shadowy people have cabal. have legitimate criticisms with him and also yes. concerns. Yes. I don't know. Have you read the news lately? Again, I mean, we're part of the news. All of, I'm just saying, like, all the reasons we've talked about. Yeah. Again, lady, read the room. This oh. is not an evil plot. You sound unhinged and you sound like somebody who is just like, you know, oh, they, they just don't understand you. No, we totally understand Alec Baldwin. We've all been around. You're just trying to get us to think that if you say the right thing in just the right way, we're all going to realize that we were terribly, terribly wrong. When you know it to be true yourself, you're just trying to fool yourself because you're not fooling us. It's not working. We won't get fooled again. We can't get fooled again, people. Wow! Yeah, so Hilaria Baldwin being very obnoxious over on Instagram. (sighs) Oh. Maybe perhaps she should take another hiatus. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Or if it does, it'll be for the length of the last one, which I think lasted for 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks I, for I that. just wanted to add that to the chat, Bradley, because we didn't give it its proper due no, yesterday. No, I, I appreciate that we were able to give it its full due. Uh, speaking of due, I want to talk about Alicia Silverstone, but I think it's the <laughs> Daily Mail, okay. which is unusual because normally Alicia Silverstone, we've talked about her in the past because she has made some choices in life mm-hmm. that we have questions about. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a free country. Sure. But I have to understand what the Daily Mail is up to here. So Alicia Silverstone, according to the Daily Mail, is rocking a makeup-free face and a flowing all-black ensemble as she takes a long walk in Manhattan. Is Do, do I need to register my complaint with the Daily Mail or Alicia Silverstone? Here's why I'm asking. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Oh. Why? Why is... I don't care. Thank you, Judy. I don't care. Taking it easy, Alicia Silverstone, 45, look relaxed with a makeup-free look and an all-black ensemble while strolling through Manhattan on Friday. It's literally her on the street in Manhattan waiting for a light. And I have got to believe this is not an intentional paparazzi walk, but at the same time, this is usually what this is. To which I would say, what is? what are we doing here? Why am I here? Why am I on the streets of New York? Why? With, thank you, Julia, with Alicia Silverstone. Does she have a new project out? I don't know, honestly. I mean, literally, it just... Oh, wait. I'm, on Thursday, she was featured in a video for the animal rights organization, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Okay. All right. The video featured a variety of stars. Doing some advocacy work. Okay. That's fair. But she's literally just walking. And as for the makeup free, I guess I wouldn't have even realized she was makeup free. Unless they pointed it out. But Bradley, that's the Daily Mail's way of saying, look at this middle-aged woman being a middle-aged woman. How dare she walk out in public? Literally. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, she's just walking out in public with her hair and her face. Whether she has makeup on or not, I have no idea. 
I will say that I also want to take her to task a little bit because as I was, I mean, the Daily Mail for making me think about her in the first place, but <laughs> also be also because um, it reminds yeah. me of all the interesting choices uh-huh. that she has made. Sure. You'll remember most recently we learned on the Ellen Fisher podcast where she did a wide ranging interview that uh, she still sleeps with her son. That's right. Her 11-year-old son still sleeps with her. Mm-hmm. In the because same that's the more natural way of doing things. Is that the more natural way know. of doing things? I just don't like the word natural <laughs> as a person who just just know that I don't like the use of the word natural because I'm not sure that's a thing, or but, at least in the way people tend to use it. Right. You, you could deconstruct how the word natural has been applied to any number of things. Yeah. For excusing behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. Also, anything that is natural is supposed to, I think I'm supposed to think that's better. I There's a lot of natural things I don't want any part of. And there are a lot of unnatural things. Like that... sleeping with my 11-year-old child ah! in the ah! same bed. Yeah. Um, and chewing up food and putting it in their mouth like a baby bird. Because didn't she do that too? Yeah, that, that's a whole thing, baby birding. Yeah. Or according to Alicia Silverstone, that's I what she know. did. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Daily Mail, for making me think of that. I didn't want to. You put it all in that dumb article where it's literally just her walking down the street of New York. And I don't. Does, do like celebrities, is there like a phone number they call? 1-900-PAT-ME? Like, uh, well, that could be a number of things. <laughs> uh, pop, Papa, uh, I don't know. Rent a pop, pop a rent. You know there are. Well, I think you're onto something, Bradley. There are photo agencies that employ paparazzi, and people's publicists have these organizations on speed dial. And it could be her publicist being like, Alicia, we need you to get out there and go on a little stroll in Manhattan. Well, it would make sense that there's something going on, right? Because she was just on that podcast, and she did that thing for PETA. I don't know if she's got like an actual product. Or product project mm-hmm. in the works, um, but that might have something to do with it, right? Right, right. Because most of the time, it's safe to say that if a celebrity is being photographed by the paparazzi, there are good chances that it has been orchestrated by their publicists or by the celebrity themselves. What do they want to communicate to you by being photographed? I will say um, in that the vegan, uh, the PETA experience that she just did the video for, Mm -hmm. she does it with her son. Oh, yeah. They are in the video together. So, you know, like you just know, like whenever she says something like she says about her parenting that I, I imagine she understands that people will click on that so that when she has something to promote she knows what to say in order to get the attention. Well, and she has made being a quote-unquote natural parent part of her celebrity brand. And she's founded companies, and she's been very outspoken in the way that she parents. So it's all part of her star persona at this point. And now she's bringing her child into this. I hope he gets a cut of the revenue. Yeah, he better. Dealing with that. Hey, Bradley. What? Before we go to break. Oh, are you having a feeling over there? I am having a feeling. Oh my God, is it time for... 
giving something away? It sure is. What are we giving away, Holly? Bradley, we are giving away a pair of tickets to the Cap Video Festival 2022 taking place next week, Thursday, August 4th at CHS Field in St. Paul. So if you haven't gotten your tickets to Cap Video Festival, well, first, what are you waiting for? Go get them. But if you want a chance to win a pair, 651-641-1071. Caller number seven is going to win seven. a pair of tickets to Cat Video Festival. The weather looks like it's going to be great. It's going to oh, be hot. There's going to be a laser show. And there's going to be Lasers. cute cat videos. Bradley, I have seen a few of these cat videos. They're adorable. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Go call if you haven't already. Get on the phone. When we come back, Car Jenners versus Instagram. Well, whenever a Kardashian or Jenner talks about social media, the social media company listens, and we're going to tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Hey, you know, when the Kardashians and the Jenners talk, everyone listens. We told you about this earlier in the week that Instagram, a.k.a. Meta, which used to be Facebook, but now it's Meta, you know, because they own the Instagram. Uh, they were complaining, that is, the Kardashian Jenners were complaining, Holly, about uh, changes coming to the Instagram platform yeah instagram wants to be more competitive with tiktok in the video realm and so they're shifting their algorithm for preference to video content and the kardashian jenners were basically like no 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 oh my god (laughs) i'll translate basically they were like there there are not enough pictures too much video and also um, stop recommending stuff from people we don't know. And also, um, the, with the full uh, picture video thing, we're not happy. Like, mm-hmm. they had a bunch of issues. Yes. Well, I told you that Instagram responded, right? Yes, you did. Not only are they responding, and, and by the way, the guy was like, we're changing. That's just the world we live in. But we hear you. Don't worry. That test we're doing is just a test. And it doesn't mean that the test is the new way that we're doing things forever. We're just, just trying test. things out. Don't worry. Well, Meta has now ended that test of the Instagram app that earned the ire of the Kardashians, among others. In fact, the chief, uh, well, the CEO of Instagram, Adam Ozeri, came out again and said in the platformer newsletter on Thursday that it would roll back its recently released version of Instagram that did predominantly feature those algorithmically recommended videos to users on their home screens. So it wasn't just the Kardashians. I'm not saying that it's all because of the Kardashian-Jenners, but if you don't think they had an effect on this, then you're... This is that thing. People underestimate the power of the Kardashian-Jenners at their own peril. The power! The power is in them! Yes! Well, they're highly influential. So, I mean, they are influencers. They are... Of the first order. Of the first order. What they say sets the pace for narratives and clearly this isn't the first time bradley that the kardashian gender genders genders preferences on social media have actually had bottom line impacts on these companies yeah absolutely and and but you know they admitted too, uh, and he says in this newsletter i'm glad we took a risk if we're not failing every once in a while we're not thinking big enough or bold enough it really is just like kind of an admission of like uh we're sorry our bad Um, because what I would say is like, 
this is interesting and rare because usually people complain all the time about changes to social media platforms, right? Mm -hmm. But like they go ahead anyway because the company sees perhaps what like users don't always see, which is the majority of users actually want these changes or there's something they don't realize until they get used to it that they actually want. Like that takes time. So, but in this case, I mean, they fully, fully withdrew that test version of Instagram uh, that they had put forth. It doesn't mean they won't make some of the changes, certainly, but it does seem like a direct response to, you know, the Kardashians' power. And we, we remember, don't need to look that far back into history before we see other examples of this, when Kylie Jenner complained about Snapchat, it lost, what, like a billion dollars in market value? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not nothing. No, it's not nothing at all. When they complain, people are hearing because these companies understand, again, Bradley, that the Kardashians and the Jenners are influencers of the highest order. Now, I have to admit that I am on the side of Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner in as much as the videos, the algorithm, the way that it was operating on Instagram, highly, highly Annoying. Now, here's a pro tip. If you don't want Instagram to constantly suggest videos that you have no interest in, is that you can click on the three dots in the upper right-hand corner, and you can tell Instagram to stop suggesting videos to you for 30 days, so you could shut it off. Yes, you absolutely can, although, like, we always, like, you might do that a couple times, but it's your, it's a losing battle, because you will get served so many videos, unless you are lit, that kind of person, and I think my partner would be one of these people. He's so like particular that he would do this to every single, like he, for example, when we get junk mail calls the people right away and says, take me off your list. Oh, my Virgo rising sees his Virgo. It is. And I honor that. I honor it because it's work (laughs) I don't have to do, but like you have to really be dedicated to sort of filter out your uh, feed that way or your, you know, to, to really talk directly to the algorithm, which I don't think you should have to be and to share in your criticism. I don't think you should have to be that proactive, that aggressive or offensive in order to curate your feed. My biggest concern about life. Mm. Tell right me now, right my now. Biggest concern about life yeah. as it relates to social media. Is that we are living in a world of curated content. I don't know about you, but I was the kid who always liked to look into weird, like, like music. Let's take music for an example. I would go to like the different genres of music, not just the kind that spoke to me directly or I would like, but I'd be like, Ooh, I want to try this over here. I want to hear what polka music sounds like. I want to hear what quote world music sounds like. I want to hear what, uh, big band music sounds like the problem is once like the algorithm keeps you from doing that. It keeps you from exploring. Mm -hmm. And the only thing you're exploring is reinforcing a weird algorithm that you don't even realize is changing what you think about and what you appreciate. And like, you just can't even see it. Oh, you're speaking right to my heart, Bradley, the oppressiveness of algorithms in as much as they snuff out your individual ability of discovery. Yeah. 
And they'll tell you like, oh, more to explore and let's explore and let's go on an adventure. And you're like, yeah, but you're only suggesting things to me based on something I clicked on. And it might have been an accident, but now I can't rid my feed of the thing, um, you know, that I once clicked on. Like I had a passing interest or maybe I had to look at it for work. I don't want that in my algorithm. No. For the rest of all time. Or even, goodness gracious, say you click on something, you're not even interested in it, but you're more curious about it. And then the algorithm just reinforces that. We need to live in a world where the algorithm forces you outside of your box. Yes. And you can't do that. Actually, it's super easy. Just create random algorithms like that serve things up randomly. But they're never going to do that. Because people want to be fed the thing that they like to eat. Sometimes wake up, America. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, you know, waxing nostalgic, Bradley. You're talking about, you know, you use the example of wandering through a music store and awaiting to be delighted. Mm -hmm. It's the same phenomenon of walking through an old school video store. Yes. Oh, yes. Children, we used to have to go to a place called Blockbuster. Maybe even sometimes a Hollywood video. I was going to say Hollywood video. Or even a Mr. Movies. Oh, Mr. Movies. Mr. Movies. But you would walk through the sections of the video store and you await to be delighted. Yeah. There is no destination. And sometimes you'd accidentally wander down, you know, the foreign language film aisle and you'd be like, oh, Maybe I will try this new thing. Yeah. And you'd be delighted as a result, perhaps, or not. And you'd go, "Um, I guess I don't like that. Now I know better about myself what I do or I don't like. Instead of, like, you once, you know, it's just like on my Instagram feed, like, once I look at, um, I don't know, sourdough. All you get is sourdough. No whole wheat for you. (laughs) Like, I mean, trust, I'm fine with it, actually, with the sourdough. But like, you know, hey, tickle my fancy once in a while, algorithm. Tickle me. Yeah. Poke me. Yeah. Out of the out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> that is my one concern. If if I were gonna be a Kardashian Jenner and and wield their power, that is the recommendation. I'd like create an opportunity for chaos inside your algorithm. They're never gonna do that. No, they're never gonna do no. that. It's only gonna reinforce the things that it thinks you like. Yeah. But, Goodness gracious! But we already do that to ourselves constantly. We all, all like we don't need anybody to help us do that. Yeah, we already live in the panopticon of our own creation. Break free from the algorithm. That should have been our state fair T-shirt. <laughs> well, maybe next. Put year. it on the list. Yeah, like they'd let us do that. Yeah, so they'd come get us. All right, hey Holly, when we come back, I'm excited because you're going to have a conversation with us about uh, Netflix's movie Blonde about Marilyn Monroe. It's an NC-17 movie, Ooh. and you're going to tell us what that actually means when we return right here on My Talk 107.1.